When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, is a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Welcome in to another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast in the world, but it's been a while. It's been a while since I've asked you to do it. I need you to double down on your efforts, all right? Do this for me. In fact, don't do it for me. Do it for Mikey A, do it for Billy, who worked very hard on this podcast, okay? Subscribe, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review, okay? We have plans to rebrand this thing with Billy as a host. We got all kinds of plans here, okay? But I need you to do this for me. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer. When you sign up, that's code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, we're going to talk to Hembo here. A couple of things before we get to Hembo. And Hembo, he is one of my five favorite producers all time. Top five producer all time at ESPN. I love him. I've known him for a long time. He is Greeny's producer. He's become a bit of a co-host. He produces not only the radio show, provides everyone with great analytics and stats, everyone but me. Uh, He also produces Get Up. He's a wonderful guy. Him and Greeny were a book together. Got your number, the greatest sports legends, and the numbers they own. It's a lot of fun. 
I'm jealous. I didn't think of the idea. I'm jealous. I didn't steal the idea once I was aware of their idea. But we're going to have Hemba on. couple of things before we get to Hemba. All right. This is my favorite week of the year. It's Masters Week. So we will have Greeny on Wednesday to promote this same book and talk about Augusta and talk about Aaron Rodgers and try to find Mercedes Lewis together. We will do that later this week, and I'm looking forward to it. Final four over the weekend. Bummer. But I must say, FAU, you don't know it yet, but I'll tell you right now. You did Boca a favor because Monday night, 9-20 tip-off, that ain't happening in Boca, okay? Not a chance. So you did Boca a favor. Great season, both teams, FAU and Miami, tremendous job. Boca, you're lucky. You don't have to stay up till 9-20 to watch the game. Go to bed at your normal time of 7 p.m., all right? But let's get to Hembo right now. Again, got your number, the greatest sports legends, and the numbers they own. That's the book. We'll have Greeny on later this week to promote it as well. Talk some Masters, talk some Jets, and all that good stuff. Favorite week on the sports calendar. We had a March. Oh, did we have a March? But we're going to have an April. Let's get to Hembo. Hembo! What's up, kid? How are you? He's calling me, kid. I'm 50. Well, I'm used to working with an old man, so you're a big step up in that respect. Yeah, well, no, I, I act young. and Right, of course. He doesn't. <laughs> That'll be a part of my... Uh... Says the guy who still leaves voicemails. That'll, hey. <laughs> That'll be a part of my five things I hate about you. Listen, I love a good voicemail. I really do. You should get into this then. Yeah, I, I love... Like, the kids these days, they're not leaving voicemails. They're not. Hembo. You know they're not. They're not yes. leaving voicemails. In fact, my kids mock me when I leave them a voicemail, which only inspires me to leave them more and make <laughs> them longer, you know? <laughs> There's a reason for that because we have these things called text messages now, which are way easier to digest and absorb. We should get into this on the on the pod because that's part of my three five things I hate about you. Wait, wait. What everyone <laughs> doesn't realize is that we are doing the pod right now. Oh, I mean, this is it. Yeah, oh, this is it. Hembo is with us, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to try to pronounce his uh, last name because it's Tremendous. long and it's hard to pronounce, okay? Mikey, do you know how to pronounce it? Hembakini? It's close. Come on, okay. Stu. I, I don't want to try this. <laughs> I, I, that's why, I, I mean, Hembo, it's perfect. <laughs> it's Hembakitis, but it's it's very rarely gotten right the first time. Okay. Now, he has <laughs> written a book, We Love Him. And I have known him for a very long time. He's grown up right in front of my eyes, kind of, sort of, not really, but <laughs> I've been following him. Uh, and he has a new book out, uh, Got Your Number, and I probably am leaving some words off of the title. Uh, he did it with Greeny. He produces Greeny on both Get Up and the radio show. Uh, and I would say more of a co-host, which I'm really happy about, a stats guy, and a numbers guy, and, and I'm super happy about that. Let's get back to the phones now, Okay. Uh, voicemails, like people mock mm -hmm. me all the time. I love leaving a good voicemail. We'll talk about your book in a second. Sure. Why are kids mocking me? Why are kids refusing to leave voicemails? There's nothing like leaving a good three minute voicemail. Because the answer to this question is obvious. We have, I have an iPhone as you likely do. And what I do with it is I use the keyboard to send text messages like their emails on my phone. This is a much easier product, right? Because now 
I can open it and read it at my convenience. I don't have to hold it up to my ear, and I can communicate myself much more articulately through words than I can through my voice. Voicemails, you get one shot to get it right. This is what I hate about voicemails. I have these. I, I've even saved a few voicemails on my phone from from people that should have most definitely deleted them. With a text message, I can control the message. It can be polished. I guess my, my research uh, skill here is like coming out. I just prefer when things are a little bit more packaged and polished. And if I make one error in this three minute voicemail, I want to delete it and start over. I hate that. I hate All that. Right. Uh, no one's more pack uh, packaged and polished than Greeny, though, right? That's why you love them. I mean, that's that's it, right? In a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, Greeny is like he, he. There's very few things about him that you wouldn't describe as straight out of the package. Like he's always wearing like the same kind of thing. He's got like his signature look, his signature scent, his signature catchphrases, right? His signature jokes, the ones we've all heard many, many times, right? Yes. But that's like he has all those things on brand, down pat to a science. And so when you're around a person for every day for practically like ten years, that obviously rubs off on you a little bit. Is he afraid of new jokes? He's not afraid of anything new, but he's just so averse. He's so averse to something that for which he's not comfortable. Like Greeny's an old man. He's a he's he's. I mean, he's ancient compared to me. So, like, anytime we do something on the show that is a little different, a little bit new, like he almost relishes at the fact that he. Like, I'm not even gonna touch this. I'm not gonna touch this because it's uncomfortable to me. He's become pretty successful doing things that way, but that doesn't mean you still shouldn't try. Yeah, my, listen. My goal here is to break the two of you up. Okay. Oh, that's, that's, that's tremendous. That would never happen. Like, yeah, that's what we're going for, right? I, it's totally what I'm going for. How about you? That, that would mean Greeny's hiring, so I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> that's tremendous. No, it means I don't take good enough care of him. <laughs> I have asked Embo to put together a couple of top five lists that we'll get to. Me and Mikey A put together – well, I put together a top five list, I should say. <laughs> Uh, that I will present to Hembo. Uh, why did you allow Greeny? Okay, this is important, Hembo. Mm. Why did you allow Greeny to latch on to this book? Okay, <laughs> well, what's the point? I mean, so I swear, like it's like April or May of 2020, like height of the pandemic here in the Northeast. Everyone, everything's shut down. No one's doing anything. And I get this frantic phone call, like because of course he called people on the phone uh, at like four o'clock in the afternoon for otherwise no reason exasperated with this idea that he thinks is, is brilliant and genius parenthetically not the first time that this has happened as you might imagine and so like sure. i'm just like i'm chilling I'm, I'm, I'm like watching like the death count on cnn and here he's like rifling off like things this idea that he has about this new book that he wants to write and i just sort of let it go one in one ear and out the other and didn't think much of it but he didn't let this thing go and so by the time we got to a point where like it actually became a real thing, honestly, I really sunk my teeth into it too. So I think the book's a pretty good combination of what each of us does. Like obviously his words are awesome and my numbers are awesome. And I think we found a way to sort of combine the two and to make it something that I think you and a lot of other sports fans will really like. And that's a packaged answer. But look, I'm a polished guy. What can I say? You really, you've learned from the best. I want you to be honest though, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you've also learned from me, all right? Of course. Uh, how much did Grinny actually write? Seriously, like pie sure. chart for us. Yeah, I mean, he did a great job of rearranging the contents of my email. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> 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 you're not the first person that's asked me this question. In all seriousness, anytime you see a number or a digit, you can know, generally speaking, know where that's coming from. And even he would acknowledge that. But truthfully, his voice and his style of writing is something of an art. And I didn't even quite, because I haven't read his other books, parenthetically, which he probably doesn't know or shouldn't know. And so I really had no idea what to expect. 
But once we started doing these, I would send off a bunch of research notes about a certain topic. He would send it back with his, you know, you know, his interpretation of the, the narrative and the stats in his own words. And we got into a pretty good rhythm. So, I mean, I can't take credit for writing the thing. I truly, I truly can't. I mean, I provided plenty of suggestions and narrative based stuff and all those things. But what I really wanted to do was sort of like, you know, like I've gotten the chance to do a lot more on air stuff lately. And that's really yeah. great. And cool. But like at my heart, like to my bones, I'm a researcher and I take so much pride in that. And in that sense, this is kind of like my, my magnum opus, you might say. Hembo, I'm assuming the answer is me here, but I should check with you. Um, <laughs> the person that's given you the best career advice over the years is who? Yeah, it's you, yeah. obviously. Yeah, because what you told me originally is like, no matter how talented you are, what you should do is have a famous influential person give you a fun nickname and ride them until the end of time. <laughs> exactly right. My boy. Right? Well, what did I used to say? When I used to come in and fill in for Mike and Mike, and it was you and Stanzik and all the guys were there, yeah. I always used to say more hembo. More, more hembo. hembo on the air, right? I used yeah. to scream, I screamed it on the show. You recognize my talent. Then yeah. when Greeny would come back, all of a sudden there was more hembo. How about that? <laughs> you recognize my talent at a time in which it was not cool, right? You were yeah. you were uh, eager to put me on the air far before anyone else was. And yeah. look, I mean, that's 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 just the genius of Stu Gott. I think, I mean, I don't know if you see any of yourself in me or not. Uh, for me, I, I, I kind of hope not because that would be a little bit insulting. But truthfully, I look back on those days very fondly. Like when you came in and like, I have long been a big fan of you and your show. And I do see a little of myself in you uh, going from the, that place where I was kind of sidekicky. Right. And yeah. so, the, you know, I sort of grew into it. It just takes a while. Like it takes a while to sort of realize your voice on the air. And I'm, I'm doing that now. I'd like to think. And well, can you take me back to that first time Stu Gatz came in and did Mike and Mike? Because here's the thing for me. I've worked both shows, and I've seen the machine that was Mike and Mike with your stat packets and everything laid out. And then I've seen the Levitard show with Stugatz, and I've seen how it's basically just light a match and go. And I can't imagine you giving him all this information and him knowing a damn thing to do with it. So this is what I used to do. I think – so I, I don't – yeah, so we had this program called the NPS, which I would always send notes through, uh, through to Greeny and Golik, and he would like it would pop up onto the screen, and then he would like very artfully recite them. Right? You came in. I think we did that over email, and I want to say that week, like I might not have gotten one note accurately on the air. So, like, I definitely sent you stuff. You definitely tried regurgitating it, but I don't think from Soup Tonight's literally one of those emails was read without error. So I, I, over the course of time, I think I decided to sort of pare back my expectations here sure. and present things a little bit more, uh, a little easier to digest, perhaps maybe a few, a few different, quali a, few, a few fewer qualifiers, shall yeah. we say? Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, you, look, you're super serving the audience that you have. Yeah. In this case, in this case, you know, Stu Gods comes in to a Disney audience, right? Everyone just turns the radio off, so I had to sort of adjust, adjust on the fly. But we look, I had fun with you, like it's. People often will will will, uh, will ask me the questions like why why does ESPN put this person on the air why why do you like like the sports fans around the country like different stuff people if you don't like something on the air you don't have like don't consume it consume something else that's the whole point of the offering so you like you are offering yes. something right right something different than Greeny is and that's okay like you guys can both be really valuable wherever you are. Yes. All, and listen, all I tried to do is give Greeny what Greeny wanted, and that was just like for a day because he was with Golic, but he wanted like the he wanted the full Stugatz experience. And that first time I was in there, I gave it to him. I mean, I ripped a rant up and down. I mean, I did everything Greeny wanted. Back in better than ever. Oh, not in this case, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. More Hembo. More Hembo. You're a good man. Um,
we're going to get to some top fives here in a second, okay? Uh, and then I want to talk a little bit about your book. We got a Jets top five. We got a mm-hmm. Green top five. I have You're going to love the top five. Top five. We got mm-hmm. all kinds of top fives, okay? Uh, but Hembo, here's what's next for you, and I'm serious. Now, you did the smart thing. You listened to me. You you attack, You gave yourself a wacky nickname, attached yourself to a credible guy. That's, that's how you make it. Um, but you have now arrived at the point because, you know, Greeny's not getting younger, um, where you need to establish yourself away from Mike Greenberg. Okay? No doubt. Mm-hmm. You need to arrive at a place where you no longer need Greeny. Okay? If you need my help in that regard, I'm, I'm here for you. All right? Tremendous. Is this the time where I can dive into my top five that I'm so excited about? Well, we'll get to that in a second. But okay. you realize that you realize at some point you need to do that. Like, I know he just had a little heart scare there, and he told me about it, and he's told the whole country. By the way, how f***ing scared were you when he told you? Uh, no one was more nervous than Hembo. Well, truthfully, when he presented me the information in person, he didn't make much of a big deal about it. He's like, this is like, you know, a regular procedure. I'll be back in a week. Don't worry about it. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm like receiving texts from extended family asking if I can send some, like, where I can send in lieu of flowers. I'm like, dude, yeah. he's going to be fine. But the way that, like, that's a, it's a very um, a complicated sounding procedure, right? And it like, it sounds maybe even a little bit worse than he is. That's what he said when he came back. He didn't quite realize the extent to which people begun panicking. But when yes. he told me the information, I was like, oh, sweet, bro. I'll see you in a week. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting like, all sorts of notes from people. And like, should I be worried about my guy over here? Right. <laughs> Truthfully, well, that's what Listen, happened. when he came to, who was at his bedside? You were Stacy. <laughs> Stacy and Phoebe, of course. <laughs> he was like sending me notes about the book like Tuesday morning. Like, right. he was fine. <laughs> he he was presented fine. it to me the same way. And I'm like, greetings. So I made the joke that I had to make, which is I didn't realize this Aaron Rodgers thing took such a toll on you. <laughs> um, to which By the way, what a boon to his career that will be. Oh, Who's going to benefit more from Aaron Rodgers being becoming a Jet than Mike Greenberg? Oh, me. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, I have his number. Greeny doesn't. I, mean, I play True. golf with him. Greeny doesn't. I mean. True fact. <laughs> we're going to clip that and play it on the show next week, no doubt. You you'll, hear that, you'll hear that on hashtag Greeny next Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. Greeny is a close second. Uh, by the way, Greeny will join us next week as well. Uh, mm. It's Masters Week, a tradition unlike any other. Greeny will join us, and uh, we'll promote the book some more, and we will talk a little, uh, a little Masters. Do you want to do trivia top fives? How do you want to do this, Embo? Well, since we're since we're in the like uh, bash greenie mode, let me first give you. We're not bashing greenie. We love greenies. Of course, of course. This is this is like what this is like brotherly love. So yeah. I have five now, things. Well, it's okay, seriously, because greenie was like being very flippant about his heart, and I'm like greenie, like hey, it's not like an in and out procedure. It's your heart, dude. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not heart. working so hard. You know? Right? Yeah, they take a yeah. week off, bro. So. I have that list. I have to give you my horrible jet stats at some point. So I will first do my five things I hate about you, Grady. Okay. Uh, I'm, ho- I'm hoping that is as, it is as big a hit as I expect. Okay. We'll go through some horrible jet stats, and then let's plug the book and give you some trivia questions. Are you good with that? The order yes. of that yes. of those events. Okay. Five things I hate about you, Greeny. So these are the five things that you don't like about Greeny that Greeny is not aware of, right? True. This is the first time Greeny will be hearing this. Like, Correct, that. because he's not aware of anything that doesn't have to do with himself. So right. this, this will, I mean, I could he tell him this. He might know. Okay, sure, good. exactly. Okay. Number five. Okay. Not only is he technologically illiterate, yeah. but he's proud of it. So like, he takes great pride in his ignorance. So when today, for example, he forgets his Instagram password, yeah. okay, the social media director at ESPN is texting with his wife who receives a a two-factor authentication. This is not funny. This is not endearing. This is BS, and you should remember your freaking passwords, okay? Don't take pride in your ignorance, as you do. 
learn, be a, be a 50 year old, another 100 year old, and be able to manage, right? Like he, he claims that he's this like technology immigrant. No, you're an alien, you're a technology alien, and it's not endearing or funny to those people that have to make up for it. So that's number five. Mike, yeah, what are you laughing at? I feel like he's talking to me right through my soul. Yeah. Hem- Hembo, you and I have a lot in common, and it has nothing to do with numbers. Uh, <laughs> or he FaceTimes okay. when even a call or a text would suffice. The worst. No person's life the worst. is made better by seeing your face from your belt buckle, okay? And if you're calling me about something that you could otherwise – if you're FaceTiming me at a time when you could otherwise text or call, it's way too much face. And he holds the phone. In such a way that it makes like it makes his face look like he's a hundred pounds heavier than he is, right? Yeah. And he doesn't like, and he'll be preoccupied doing other stuff. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to see your face unless I'm in person with you. Don't FaceTime me if it's not ultimately necessary. What do you think? Uh, I am totally with you, and I will tell you this: my credible host Dan Lebitor does the same thing, and but he does it without his shirt on, and it annoys oh, the hell out of me. <laughs> I shirtless FaceTime some Lebitard. It's yeah. unbelievable. At like it, three it, in the morning. I mean, down here too, right? Right. <laughs> Like yes, in this case, right down there, yes. Where does your chest stop and where does your neck start? <laughs> <laughs> Except Dan doesn't need anyone's help to make him look fatter. I mean, you know, True. No. Yeah. Angles, lighting, not his thing. Number right. three. Okay, good. Greedy cannot good. do two things at once, all right? Okay. He's a one sense at a time person. So okay. in the radio break today, I'm giving this a good articulate point as to why this, the larger bases are going to infuse offense into Major League Baseball. Uh-huh. He's watching like an Instagram reel of 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 some of some Beatles clip or some such nonsense. Ninety seconds later, he's like, "What was that?" Right. So like he cannot do two things at once. If his mm-hmm. phone is in his hand and he's looking at it, he will not listen to whatever you're saying. Whereas people my age, of course, have learned how to manage this way because our phones are always in our hands. We're always consuming what on our what is on our phone. So you pretty much can't talk to the guy if he's on his phone or not otherwise directly looking you in the face, it's which true. is not cool. Yeah, right. it, it, it makes you wonder because there were many times where uh, Golik would counterpoint Greeny, and it's like Greeny didn't even hear him. It's like, <laughs> and now Greeny just does the show by himself because he realized, hey, I can't listen and talk at the same time. So, <laughs> he, like Golik would make this, like, you know, this point, and he just, this is brought to you by 1800flowers.com. Yes, like, yes, he asked yes. you a question, right? Okay, right. so this, this is not how you respond to this question. Uh, number two. Okay. He calls for me like I'm a dog, like truly calls for me like I'm a dog. It's humiliating. So it's 6.45 every day. We finish the get up meeting, right? Yeah. He, he walks out of the get up room where we have a Zoom call. Hembo, Hembo, right? Like while, while, the, while the call is still on. So everyone in Bristol hears me calling him like I'm going to retrieve a treat uh, from coming uh, from coming inside after taking a piss. Right. I don't need to be called as I'm a pet. Like I'm a grown man, right? I'm 32 years old. Every single day we do the same thing. I go to your office at 6.50 after the meeting. We don't need to pretend here like I'm going to come, like I'm not going to show up one time if you don't retrieve me like so. Sure. So this is uh, embarrassing and humiliating and we can uh, cease doing it forthwith. Okay. So you're telling me he knows none of these. He's not <laughs> aware that you are frustrated by any of this. Number one is the most obvious. To be brutal. No, number one is most obvious. We can all agree that there are three things that we need to be reminded of less. You went to Northwestern. <laughs> you covered Michael Jordan yeah. and you root for the Jets. We bleeping know. OK, so like the Medill School of Journalism does not need to a plug every single day on the radio. Right. We don't need to pretend that you're Red Smith or Grantland Rice and, and, and we're a writer for 40 years. You were a journalist for like an hour. You've been a talk show host for as long as I've been alive. Yeah. And everyone in the world knows about your Jets fan. All right. Let's not we don't need to re- adjudicate these things. We don't need to remind people of these things. These things to anyone in your audience 
are set in stone. So, Greeny, those are the five things that I hate about you. I will say in his defense, you never know who's listening for the first time. So he, sure. might, have to, he, he might feel the need to reestablish some of those things as the core principles of Mike Greenberg. You know, These are the five things I hate about him, You're right? You're right. It's your list. You're right. Uh, how many times can I hear the same joke, the same story, the same spiel, right? The right. answer, an unlimited number of times, as it turns right. out. But you understand what I'm saying, though, and it is your list, okay? It might be the five million time you've heard it, but it also might be the first time someone else has heard it, right? But it's my list, and I'm sticking to it. But he's not doing the show for you. He's doing it for them, okay? True. And that's why he makes what he does, and that's what I make what I do. Okay. (laughs) You're getting there. I mean, you're getting there. This book will go a long way. What's the cut of the book? You want to see? What are you you doing? Oh, 15%. It's like the agent cut. Researcher cut. Agent cut. Uh, You should get more. Um, uh, which, which is something that you should say next week on the podcast and see how he responds because Greeny very good at sharing his money as you might imagine. My, my whole plan was for you and Greeny to get your book done before I get my book done have you guys on therefore you'll have to have me on when my book is done oh, tremendous. I'll tell him right then and there okay? <laughs> you'll tell him you're giving everyone else 50% when is Billy writing you that book <laughs> I, I don't know I keep asking him I mean Jesus Christ we had 10 yeah. offers I mean, who is illustrating that <laughs> is my question <laughs> All right. Those are my five things, Greg. You think I'm kidding when I tell you we actually have an artist who's working on it. I'm not joking. Good for yeah, you. Good for uh, you. So what do you want to do here? Now? What's next, Tembo? Lead the way here. You want to do Look, trivia? You gave, me, do... mm-hmm. you gave me You gave me. assignments. I'm going to deliver on these assignments, okay? okay? I'm not the best stat man in the industry for nothing, right? I'm going to give you five horrible jet stats to demonstrate just how bad this organization has been. Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot has changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. It was the original light beer, and to this day, it's still the best one. Miller Lite has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't. What I love to do, what me and my friends do, when we're sitting around, we like to enjoy it with ice-cold Miller Lights. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 
Got your number, the greatest sports legends are the numbers they own. Mike Greenberg and Hembo, they wrote it together, okay? I don't care what Greeny tells you. Hembo, in fact, Hembo wrote more of it than Greeny did, all right? It's available wherever books are sold. Got your number, the greatest sports legends and the numbers they own. So where where are we going? Where are we We're going? going to the Jets. Okay. So, um, so Mikey A is a, is a massive Jet fan. And the mm-hmm. reason I asked you, Hembo, to put this together is mm-hmm. you are great with stats. The best. You really are. It's fantastic. I steal your shit all the time, okay? Please. You are great with stats, but I wanted Mikey A, who we're still waiting around for Aaron Rodgers, just to feel the depths of how shitty this organization is, all right? So, all right. These are thrown together in the last half an hour. Number five, there have been 216 individual 4,000-yard passing seasons by a quarterback since the year 1968. There have been 216 of those. <laughs> The, Jet, the Jets claim none of them. <laughs> none! Because Joe Namath had their last one, their only one in 1967. Yeah. 4,007 yards, by the way. Four thousand seven. I was, I was telling Mikey yeah, the other day, I became a Jet fan in like 82 or 83. So what is that? How many years is that? I don't know. Uh, uh, 40, uh, 40. Yeah, 40 years. 40 years. They've had 36 starting quarterbacks in 40 years of fandom. (laughs) (laughs) What a miserable walk through the wilderness. One of them was Tom Tupa, who was our punter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Number four. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, he could join the Jets. He could throw 69 consecutive touchdowns without throwing an interception. And the franchise would still have more picks than touchdowns across their 64-year history. (laughs) I I hate that, Mikey. All right, number three. You hate Bill Belichick, obviously. Yes. You know how many times Bill Belichick has beaten you? No. Bill Belichick has beaten you (laughs) 38 times, okay? 30 – like a lot of coaches have that many wins against everybody. Are you including the time where he took the job and resigned the the next day? No. Only one of those – I count that as a win. (laughs) Only one of those is with the Browns, by the way. So 37 with the Wiggles. Those 38 wins are the most by any coach against any team in NFL history. No team has ever been owned by a coach more than Patriot. Uh, excuse me, more than Belichick has owned the Jets. Uh, I do it without Brady, though. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Brady won 38. Fair enough. Number two. <laughs> okay. The Jets have been playing in MetLife Stadium since 2010. Yeah. This is the list of quarterbacks to start a playoff game there. <laughs> Matt Ryan, <laughs> Eli Manning, <laughs> Russell Wilson and Peyton Manning in a Super Bowl. <laughs> But the Jets have played in a, a stadium for a dozen years, and they have never played a playoff game inside of it. God. <laughs> that would hurt. By the, by, the <laughs> way, would the hurt. Gi- by the way, the Giants use that stadium for their training camp. The Jets have to go elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. They're playing at Hofstra or, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants get the whole <laughs> facility. <laughs> All right, number one. You very likely heard this this week, but it is worth reiterating. The Sacramento Kings made the playoffs. They haven't done that since 2006. And so what that means is obvious. It means that the Jets, the New York football Jets, who last made the playoffs in 2010, own the longest consecutive active playoff drought in the continent. All right, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, it's the Jets. 12 years, wandering in the wilderness. Even the Sacramento Kings can make the playoffs. Those are my five things about the Jets that you should know. Unbelievable. Mikey A, that's why. I mean, everyone wanted me to celebrate Aaron Rodgers the day that he announced it on McAfee show. And I'm like, nope, if there's an organization capable of 
piss off okay? I'm sad now. I'm sad now. And where's Mercedes Lewis, huh? Is anyone found him? Lewis. Jesus Christ. Uh, got your number, the greatest sports legends, and the numbers they own. That's why you're the best, Tembo. You're that's a good man. You're the best. Right there, what you just put together, that's why you're the best, okay? If you um, like any of that, there's a lot of that in here. A lot of that kind of stuff in here. All right, well, go buy the book wherever books are sold. Don't buy it for Greeny. Buy it for Hembo. Okay, mm, support right. Hembo. Greeny doesn't need the money. Hembo does. Make Hembo some money. You want to go Hembo or Hemno, or you want to go with my top five list? Which one you want? Give me your top five list. My top five list? These are my top five. <laughs> These are my... <laughs> what an odd list. It's so inside. <laughs> top five producers in ESPN radio <laughs> history. Okay? All right, you got it? Yeah. Number five. Mikey A. How about that? <laughs> that feels like such a gift number. Like yeah. you were just like, he's he's staring at me. I got to put him on. Yeah. If it was a yeah. top seven list, I'd have been number seven. You would. <laughs> yes. Appreciate it though. I feel you better. I love you, bud. I really do. Tremendous. Uh, number number four, Cliff. Mm. Right. Yes, Cliff. He's at the ringer now, right? I don't know. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I had no idea. I Cliff mean, is literally producing the Philly special at the ringer now. But... All right. Well, Cliff, one of the all-time greats, at least as far as I'm concerned. All right? <laughs> Number three, Hemba. Now, wow. not really a producer, more of a stack guy, co-host, whatever. But at one point in your life, you were producing Mike and Mike in the morning at some level. So I have you at number three because okay. of what you've grown into. Okay? Okay. okay. I'm not insulted. And you shouldn't I'm not be. insulted. Because the next two are doozies, okay? Right. Mm. So number three, you, and what you've turned... I, you've eclipsed all of them in terms of what... Well, except Mikey Ed. In terms Absolutely. of what you've turned into, okay? He doesn't have a he doesn't have a door on his closet. Yeah, but, <laughs> but he's got me, and he's good, okay? <laughs> I mean, somehow, someway, this will fucking pay off one day for Mikey Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Just haven't figured out the way to that yeah. yet. Monetize that value. <laughs> We're getting there. Number two. He's going to be upset. Mikey A knows him very well because he thinks he's number one. And perhaps he should be. One Dan Stanzik. Mm, I was expecting him to be number one. Explain yourself. Uh, well, I will right now. Number one is Mikey C. <laughs> <laughs> what criteria did you use for this? Like, I need to know the rubric. I'll say this for Stanzik to make him feel better of Mikey C being number one. You show me somebody that has given more content to a couple of hosts than Mikey C has given you. Yes. No one. Nobody. Not a, not a single person no. in the history of ESPN gave me more content. The I nickname. My own producers. Yeah, the nickname, the persona, the selfies, right? There's a there's a lot here to overtake Stanzik. I don't think this is a bad list. I don't. I w thank you. I would have named some of our guys on our, on our show, but we never felt like we were at ESPN. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we, were not, we were on a beach in Miami <laughs> with no so one you, paying attention. <laughs> you were, you, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I liked your list a lot. It's extremely inside baseball, but I enjoyed it, obviously. Yeah, and but, I don't take much issue with it, truly. Uh, listeners like that. All right, where do we want to go here? Hembo, Hemno? Yeah, this is a game of which I, I'm not aware, so hit me with okay. your best shot. Got your number, the greatest sports legends of the numbers they own. Buy it wherever books are sold. He's holding it up right now. Him and Greeny did together, we think. Uh, but here we go. <laughs> Peeing in the pool. Hembo? Hembo. 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 Good. Yes. It feels uh, how so about the shower? Every day. <laughs> Excellent. My wife hates it because she, yeah. Well, she why do you show. tell her, though? I mean. 
Oh, she's, she's, she's taking a bath at the time. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the shower with me. I always hit the same spot. It kind of it kind of sticks after a while. <laughs> uh, when you first uh, heard the name of the new show was going to be Get Up, Hembo or Hem No? Hem No. Yeah, good. Really, especially with the exclamation point. It was so it was so like a lot, right? It was like the definition of doing too much. <laughs> uh, but but I've grown to like it. I got to be honest with you. I have. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, I mean, obviously where we started, I mean, it's actually the five-year anniversary this weekend. Oh, believe it or awesome. not. Congratulations mm-hmm. to you. Appreciate it, bud. I'm happy for both of you guys. Uh, Greeny is working way too hard. Hembo, hem no. Hembo. Because uh, I'm the one that has to take that. <laughs> right. Yes, like, but you also need him working hard. True. Throw, throw that on the page. Yeah. Throw that on the page. I'm weary. I, I, I did NBA countdown last night. I, got, I, just had, I just had my heart replaced. <laughs> uh, throw that on the page. You know, very weary, very weary. So he needs to work a little bit less for my sake, if nothing else. All right. Uh, the eye test. Hembo, hem no. Hem no. Uh, the, human air, the human element is massively overrated. I, I, everything I need to know in life is on a spreadsheet. Oh, Jesus Christ. Using your gut. Hembo, hem no. Hem no. Go no such yourself. No such thing. Yeah. What do you mean, no such thing? I mean, no, I mean, use. I would rather any decision I make in life have a reason for it aside from this is how I feel. You know what? When you're coaching on the sidelines, and I have, okay, mm-hmm. all right. Sometimes you just got to go by feel of the game, the matchup, the person, the mentality. Do they have the makeup for this moment? You got you, you got to factor some of that stuff in. It's just not by the numbers. I mean, when data is unavailable, yeah. At last resort, I will use my gut. That is rarely the case in my life, however. Even when data is available, it's unavailable to me. Do you understand? <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I, would imagine, I would imagine so. <laughs> Supposed to use your stats, but don't credit you. Hem no. Hem no. Hem no. So, like, has there, has, has there been a, a, a more plagiarized person at the company than I am, truthfully? Yeah. I mean, like, I would say, like, people often complain to me, like, you get way too much credit. You should know. You should know the number of times for which I'm not shouted out, and I'm not like complaining about. It. Like it's not my job to like be inserted into your mouth, right? But if like I'm a character on the show, that comes from me. There's nothing harmful about crediting where it came from or acknowledging it as such. That's okay. all. All right. Uh, you credit me all the time on your show. You don't even owe me anything. You don't even pay me. But you've given me permission. You've granted of course. Me permission. Yes. Of course. Yes. These people. Uh, these people assume. I actually do. I, I do credit you. I must say, I don't credit anyone else, but somehow I could, because I love you and I've known you for so long that I actually credit you. And we've got this nickname thing going, right? It's just, and it, it sounds good. It, it sounds better than like, where'd you get that from Tannenbaum, right? If I just said it without crediting somebody. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It'll, it'll, it'll add to your argument if they know that you actually, this is actually true and you didn't find it. Oh, it's so great. Uh, people who put their names on books but don't really do anything and contribute <laughs> to the book. Well, obviously that's him, no, um, for a million obvious reasons. And I understand Greedy is probably going to be self-conscious about this when you talk to him next week. But God's honest truth is that Greedy did a lot of the writing. He's going to claim to do all of the writing, and that's that's fine. Like the, what, I, what I learned very early on in the process is that no matter how much like qualitative or narrative type stuff I gave him, he was going to write it in his own words. And so what I decided to do was – reduce the amount of work for myself, send him all the facts and figures and information and do with it what he wished. So that's honestly the answer to that question. We can give him our time about it, but that's, that's God's honest truth. All right. Last one for you. Hembo, hem no. Hmm. Jews who send out Christmas cards. Hembo, <laughs> hem no. <laughs> you know what? I'm trying to think right now through my rotation. Most of the people in my life are Gentiles. So I, I, I haven't actually given this any thought. I, I would say hembo, but you have to say happy holidays. 
Yes. Right. Okay. Like the, the language on the Christmas card is such that you have to make sure that you get that piece of it right because you can't take off all the other days <laughs> and not work right. if you're not going right. to honor it. Right. Yeah, right. It's only like, bit right. Right. Like you can't, just be, <laughs> you can't just be a, a holiday honorer. Right. You have to you gotta at least pretend to live it a little bit. There's a big Easter coming up in the Greenberg household. <laughs> <A little laughs> big one up from the grave he arose. Right. <laughs> Uh, got your number, the greatest sports legends and the numbers they own. Hembo with us. All right, do we end on trivia? Mikey A really does have to go, but do we, mm-hmm. Mikey A, you want this trivia? Go for it. All okay. Right. We Everyone knows that Tom Brady has started the most Super Bowls. He has started 10 Super Bowls. Okay. My question for you, Mikey, there's only one other quarterback to even start five. Who is the only other quarterback to start five Super Bowls? I think I know this. Wow. I'm sure I do. I'm just trying to. I'm confident that I know this. Stork had Super Bowls. Elway. Give me a give me a guess, Mikey. Elway. Elway, yeah. Elway lost three one two. I mean Yeah. Elway is correct. I ask that question often, and then it is off. People will often guess Montana or Staubach or Bradshaw. Those three he lost are very forgettable. Yeah. Very forgettable to stop. The three he lost, yes. The the AFC championship games that he won to get them to the Super Bowl, some of those memorable games you'll ever see. (laughs) The Super Bowl's not so much. So let's talk about him for a second. Okay. So John Elway wore number seven, one of the most challenging numbers for us to choose in our book. So the other finalists, you might say, for number seven, Mickey Mantle wore number seven, and Cristiano Ronaldo wore number seven. The greatest if, number seven of all time is what you're saying? Correct. That's Look, this is something we did 100 times. I love if, you were, if you were making that decision, who, would, who, who in your judgment owns number seven in sports based upon those three guys? All right, so, so give me the three again. John Elway, yeah. Mickey Mantle, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Ronaldo, no. Um, I would go John Elway. I, for me, Elway's a top three quarterback of all time. So mm. For me, it's John Elway. Mikey, do you agree? No, I go Mantle. So most people, Yankee fan. But most people agree with Mikey. Um, okay. We went with John Elway. And in our judgment, whatever it's worth, we think, I mean, Elway's the greatest athlete in the history of that city. Right, yes. Mantle for as great as he was is not not low on the list of Yankees, but he's not number one or two or three. Uh, I think, I'll tell you this: those three teams that he lost in the Super Bowl with those are some of the worst teams you'll ever see. In the Elway Super Bowl, yeah. literally got those teams to the Super Bowl by himself. Okay, they had no big time receivers. They had Ricky Nateel, they had Mark Jackson, they had decent receivers. Uh, they did not have great running back Sammy Winder. It was not a great team. Okay, yet Elway somehow got them to the Super Bowl. By himself, okay. And, our, and we have some stats about him from from the time from the first day uh, from the inception of the franchise until the day they drafted him. Denver had the worst record of the NFL. I mean, he is John Elway is on the Mount Rushmore of Denver athletes. If there was a landslide and washed away the other three faces on it, he is it. He is it. And Mantle retired as the third all time in home runs. Elway retired a third in touchdowns and yards. Like I, I think his all these ridiculous passing stats have been inflated over the course of time. I think that those have frankly obscured all of what Elway did and his postseason uh resume if you will is much greater than people realize and remember because of the Super Bowl losses yes and two legendary drives just absolutely legendary drives against the Cleveland Browns same team all right two of the greatest there's only one player in the history of the NFL who scored more touchdowns than he played games only one player in NFL history averaged more than one touchdown per game obviously not talking quarterbacks here score who is the only player in the history of the NFL to average more than one touchdown per game scoring? Mikey, you have an idea? I think I know. Sean Alexander? 
I'm trying to think of somebody lost. that scored a lot. Yeah. Neither of you are correct. The correct answer to this question is Jim Brown. Jim Brown, in his NFL career, scored 126 touchdowns and played 118 games. Obviously, that was the time in which he he played nine seasons and won the rushing title in eight of them. Amazing. And that gets us – it's absurd. I mean, he, he might he might well be the greatest football player that ever lived, regardless of be. position. Yeah. He wore number 32. 32 is another loaded number. We have Sandy Koufax and Magic Johnson. Those were our finalists for number 32. If you were making that decision uh, unilaterally, who would you have decided owns number 32? So I have I have Koufax. I have uh... – If Koufax and you have Magic, those seem to be far and away like the three guys that you could justify choosing. A hundred of these, dude. One hundred of these. I love this. I love the book. <laughs> I might actually buy the book. This is amazing. Will you, will you read it, though, or you just buy it for the support? Well, I mean, I'm hoping you send me a free one and autograph it. I don't want Sure. I, okay, thank you. Of course. Yeah. Um, this goes without saying. So 32. So give me the three choices. Magic. Magic Johnson wore 32. Sandy Koufax wore 32. And Jim Brown, the answer to our handy-dandy trivia question, wore number 32. I'm going to go uh, – I don't know where Mikey's going to go here. I am going to – Listen, people who saw Koufax, it was an abbreviated career. They say the five or six years were the greatest that we've ever seen in pitching history. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was only five or six years, so he's off. But Brown was uh, only nine. Multi, you know, some people consider him the greatest cross player of all time. He's not, by the way. But Who is? Uh, uh, Gary Gate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go Magic. Magic. The greatest Mikey? number 32 of all time, Magic. I would. I have memories of Magic. I have no memories, obviously, of Jim Brown. But I do know Jim Brown's significance to his to his sport uh, and his era. So I probably mm. I probably go Jim Brown. Mm. That's we landed on Jim Brown too. Do you have time for one more? Yes. Yes. One more. One more. One more. Who was the first player in NHL history to win the Hart Memorial Trophy, the MVP of the NHL th- uh, in consecutive seasons? The first hockey player to win, excuse me, the first hockey player to win three consecutive MVP awards. Wow. Three consecutive. Three consecutive MVPs. The first one to do it. I'm sure you know guys that did. Who was the first one that did? I'm going to, uh, I think Gretzky did. They've been giving this award since 1924. Right. I know Gretzky did. Uh, I'm going to say Gordy Howe. The correct answer is Bobby Orr. Which, ta- which gives us, which, which, which takes us to number four. Gordy Howe won uh, consecutive uh, MVPs a few times. Bobby Orr won in 70, 71, and 72. Number four was really hard. So we had Bobby Orr wore four. Gehrig, Lou Gehrig wore four. Brett Favre wore four. And so we're deciding between these three guys in three different sports and, and, and with such different legends. Really challenging. Between those three guys, who would you have gone with? I mean, Bobby Orr's. I don't think you can ask me. I think I, you know my answer. Garrick? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I think that's my answer too, Mikey, because it's the right answer. I do. We went with Orr. We went with really? Orr. Really? We went with Orr. Now, I this is probably the one for which I'm most upset because like, you could make a very strong argument that Orr was a greater hockey player than Garrick was a baseball player. I mean, Orr might be the second greatest hockey player that ever lived. Yeah. But the number four is Lou Gehrig. He he was the first athlete to ever have his number retired. No other Yankee has ever worn it. Plenty of Yankees have worn three. Many Yankees have worn two. He is the only one. Like all those numbers are retired, of course. He's the only one that ever wore number four for the Yankees. And so I, I had such a difficult time seating my ground. I'm a baseball guy first and foremost, as you know. I had a tough time seating my ground there. 
and going with Bobby Orr. But ultimately, like for someone who might be the second greatest hockey player of all time, he's not a wrong answer. I just happen to think Eric might have been a better one. Second greatest hockey player of all time, Garrick, you know. Is he the best Yankee of all time? He's not even the best Yankee of all time. We're talking about the best greatest hockey in that lineup, <laughs> right? In that lineup, right? He may have been third in that lineup, actually. <laughs> um, so those, so those are some of the excruciating decisions that we went through, and those are some of the stats that you might see when you when you end up perusing uh, the book. All right, I love it. I'm going to get the book sold. You're not a good your man. number, the greatest sports legends, and the numbers they own. Hembo and Greeny, they did it together. They're always together. They're never apart. Uh, when Greeny woke up from heart surgery, Hembo was there, not his wife. It was weird. Mm. But that's 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 what happens. Tell me roll. I love you, buddy. Yeah. Congratulations on all your success. Uh, good luck with this book and uh, the Sugats Army. I promise you, will come very strong for you, Hembo, because they know how much I love you. All right. You're a good man. Yes, I am. Thank you. you're a better man (laughs) Mikey A I'm sorry but you're number five (laughs) dick (laughs) we should have been six (laughs) Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite a lot has changed over the years one thing that hasn't the great taste of Miller Lite it was the original light beer and to this day it's still the best one Miller Lite has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't what I love to do what me and my friends do When we're sitting around, we like to enjoy it with ice-cold Miller Lights. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.